0: Welcome to 1001 LA Nights. I'm LA Rivers, and it is here on the blog that you are going to find me thinking out loud and reading blog posts, stories, short stories, etc. And today I was going to read you the short story that was published in the Mark Literary Review this month in December 2018, but instead I'm going to be reading you a blog post I wrote in honor of a friend um, this week a dear friend of mine, passed away in her sleep, peacefully, having contracted pneumonia uh, as a complication of treatments for cancer. Rose was an amazing woman. Um, I'll save it for the eulogy I wrote, but she was a good friend, and her death touched me. Um, partly, it's hard when somebody's your age. You know, she just turned 50. I'll be 50 in July. And for those of us who were children of the 80s and 90s, um, Gen X, getting life started and keeping it going was always kind of weird because we have an entire generation kind of standing in our way and one coming up on our heels. And so it makes us all a little bit rebellious in our own ways. But she was the penultimate rebel. And when a light that bright dims and fades away, um, you feel the loss of it. So, yeah, it's Christmas time and I'll read the happy story later. Um, but I think we need to celebrate this life. Um, hopefully from wherever she's at, she can hear herself being loved and celebrated in a way I don't really think she got in life. Um... So anyway, I'm L.A. Rivers, and you can find me on Twitter at nights uh, underscore L.A., and on WordPress at 1001lanights.wordpress.com. This Rose shall not wither. She was the kind of girl my mother would not want me to hang out with in high school. Rose was an ineffable rebel woman. The kind who never bought in or sold out to anyone or anything, except maybe her demons. She sported tattoo eyebrows. Ah, hell, she sported tattoos everywhere. But it was those damned eyebrows that made me wince, coward that I am thinking of how much that would hurt. Rose kept bottle jet black hair even after the chemo claimed her thick wild locks. She found wigs and made post-chemo look funky cool. Goth, punk, creature of the night, artist, and unabashedly one tough bitch. Walking With Rose down a Seattle street in 2013 and listening to her stories, I marveled at her resilience and ability to keep up her real life tank girl existence, marveling at her depth, voracious appetite for learning and understanding, and wondering what adventure gave her a slight limp. She'd been in more than one fight, probably started more than her fair share, and definitely ended a few. She was the kind of metal-studded jacket-wearing maven that bristled defensively and then melted when spotting a hungry street kitten. Where I was the penultimate librarian-turned-adventurer, she was the hard-edged bad girl. I was too chicken to be. We met through fiber arts. A friend brought her to the hand-spinning department I was in charge of at a big community fair up in northwest Washington. I was impressed by her creativity her love of the arts, and her very wicked sense of humor. It was Rose's vulnerability that won me over, though. She was concerned and nervous that the more conservative people and their kids would find her tattooed lady self offensive. She feared rejection. After all, it's what she knew after an entire lifetime of being a reject I let her know there'd be hell to pay if people were rude or mean. Not on my watch, I growled. My ferocious growling impressed her tough punk self. She saw in me a kindred ire at the injustice of the world. Over the few years we knew each other, I walked her through dealing with PTSD and was privileged to know her story. I promised it would go to my grave, and it will. I keep my promises. She helped me get my first indie life workshop off the ground in Seattle because she saw that my work worked. Her words, her support, her friendship was gold. Rose was gold. Rose died yesterday. Three years of battling cancer after battling life was enough. I didn't cry because she was finally able to rest with ease. I cried because I'm not convinced she ever knew what a true marvel she was as a human being. She died months after making it to 50, still the beautiful bad girl. I didn't cry because she died. I cried because I don't think she really knew how much she was loved by those who cared. The last time she and I met up was in a small cafe in Eureka, California on one of my road trips to Los Angeles. Rose was just diagnosed with cancer. We sipped coffee as she shared her feelings ranging from fear to being highly pissed off. But she had hope. Friends had offered her a place to live and be cared for during treatments. That clued her in a little to how very much she was loved. To the wild woman with the devil in her eyes and the sweet vulnerability of an angel, you are one rose who shall never wither. Rest in peace, my friend. So there you have it. A eulogy for a friend. I'm still a little weepy. It's kind of funny. She wasn't a best friend. She wasn't even a super tight friend. I didn't know her my whole life. But you know, once in a while, when you make a soul contact with somebody and there's a resonance there and you just click. And that's how it was with Rose. I've met. And lost a lot of friends like that. And I still have friends like that. Um, my good friend, A Nivette, who has just started her own podcast. Um, dear friend, Kirsten. Childhood friends that are still, for some reason or another, in my life today. Um, friends I've met along the road. On my road trips or my travels around the world. People I knew for just a moment that they touched me. They touched me soul deep. That was Rose. She touched me soul deep. She introduced me to a book I hadn't read, which is unusual because I cleared out a Carnegie library by the time I was 14. And I estimate by the time I was 18, I'd read about 35,000 books, if not more, and not just Dick and Jane books as a kid. Um, I read daily multiple books a day for decades but when i was developing indie life and was talking to her about the final book it's a workbook and i teach a workshop out of it and she wanted to get me teaching at a place she knew in seattle she said have you uh it might have been after taking the workshop she goes were you influenced by the book ishmael and i said no Um, I don't think so. I don't think I've read that book. And she said, what? You sound just like Daniel Quinn's writing. And I said, no. Um, She goes, well, it came out in the 90s. And I said, well, I was overseas in the 90s and getting getting English books in Bahrain was kind of tough. I could go to a used bookstore, but If I wanted anything in the spiritual realm or in the literature realm, I was kind of lost. I mostly had, you know, pulp fiction to read unless I came to the States and bought it myself. And she said, you gotta get it. You'll resonate with it. And it's a short book. If you haven't read Daniel Quinn's Ishmael, um, it's a remarkable, very short novella and it's about the human condition. I've never been more honored to have someone think I was influenced by a book I hadn't read than after reading Ishmael and seeing why she felt my work was influenced by it. Um, it was high praise, high praise indeed. For Rose, for another friend, Shizuko, who also was lost to cancer um, three years ago, I keep working with people to find their greatest capabilities I do that at Align Network International it's not where I do my creative writing it's where I work with people to creatively write their own lives and I do it because it gives people a quality of life that they heretofore didn't believe they could have including Rose I know the work we did together gave her the capacity to receive the help that was offered to her and to accept love in a way she'd never allowed herself to accept it because of an exceptionally brutal beginning in life. Um, man, I had a tough start, but she made my, her childhood made mine look easy. Um, and like I said, that goes to the grave with me. But it was truly, just a miracle that she made it to 50 or 30 or 20 or even 15. So love your friends. Tell them you love them. Celebrate this Christmas and let go of your resentments. Walk away from shit that drives you nuts and builds it up. Enjoy this limited time you have on planet Earth. And uh, hopefully I'll do one more podcast before Christmas and I will read to you my short story that was published in the Mark Literary Review um, called A Cave Full of Treasure. And I think that would be a perfect one. the holiday season. It's a toddler memory that I have. That's a, a fun little read. Anyway, I am LA Rivers and I want to thank you for listening and celebrating Rose's life. Um, I'm sure she is having a hell of a good time wherever she's at now. See you in the next episode.